The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Aloha. Shout out Pearl Harbor, by the way. Hello and welcome. We're back from theballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. This is episode number 513 of the program, of the podcasting program. Uh, we appreciate you listening. If you would like to reach out, please do. Actually, you fucking guys. We'll talk about this later. You can send me an email. I'm not giving out the email address. Additionally, call us 949-464-8257. We would love to hear from you via the call-in line, the voicemail. Uh, Additionally, we appreciate anybody that contributes, and in return, you're able to hear all the bonus content that we do. So click the link in the show notes, subscribe, yeah, our friends at Red Circle, so you never miss a minute of the show. And if you hear me say that at the end, that means you're not subscribed. So sign up. It is five bucks a month. You get all the or fifty bucks a year. You get all the bonus content. Bonus bry. There's a new bonus bry in the works. I've just compiled some stories to discuss that could be coming as soon as next week. So very exciting. I'm joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, but I hate to bring the show down right at the start. Just read this headline. Hundreds gather at candlelight vigil for last Hooters in West Virginia. You figured that would be a stronghold for Hooters. Right. Why would it be peeling back in West Virginia, the Mountaineer State? Yeah. And, I mean, because you figure, you know, it's a... That's that's the opi- opioid crisis central West Virginia. So I would I would assume a pretty high percentage of the uh, the servers. Yeah, so you, you got I mean, how do you get through that shift? Exactly, you got plenty of employable, nubile hillbilly lasses. I mean, it's if you're not of a certain generation, you're gonna forget 
Hooters was such a phenomenon. Alan Coolwicky was driving the fucking Hooters Chevrolet in NASCAR races every week. They had a fucking airline, Hooters Air. That's right. They did. Yeah. And I think they just flew regional routes around the South, but still. It was huge. And then huge. I think the the uh, waitresses realized, oh, wait a second. Yeah. I'm getting objectified for yeah. like 15 bucks. I could work at a strip club and reveal like 4% more skin and make a lot more money. Yeah. And they always, they always put them, they made them wear um, pantyhose. Yes. Which is like, I mean, I, when I was a kid, my mom worked at the bank. Mm-hmm. And I remember she it being like Sunday night and she'd be like, ah, shit, I'm out of pantyhose. Because, you know, they tear or whatever. They'd, they'd come in that egg. Yeah, they come in the egg. And so she'd have to run to the grocery store to get a new pair of pantyhose to wear to work. And, which, I don't know, I guess showing your legs was uh, too suggestive in the 80s. I don't know. But th- I just couldn't, I couldn't look at these chicks in their dolphin shorts and this pantyhose, it was just like, uh, you know, what year is it? It just seemed like so of another time. It wasn't for me. Now, that I, said. I hooked up with a girl in college who was a Hooters waitress. Oh, nice. And she she had fake cans. Yeah. And I was like, I, you know, I don't want to be rude, but like, why aren't you working at a strip club? You got fake yeah. fake boobs to, to work at a Hooters? Yeah. Yep. She was from Laurel, Maryland, which right. if that, you know, you know, that's, that makes sense. Right. Is that kind of like the yeah. back, backwater of Maryland? It wasn't quite Eastern Maryland. shore, Maryland. That's, right. that's like uh deliverance country, but Laurel, I've, I met a, quite a few sketchy people from there. Yeah. There, uh, I will be honest. There are no, well, I know of one um, Hooters nearby. Of course there used to be one, basically in the stadium of uh, Anaheim stadium, the big a not far Mm -hmm. from the big a there was a Hooters in the parking lot. So obviously make sure you're armed. If you go there, bring like have a boot (laughs) knife or something. You never know. But I believe um, a a friend of the show, John day Fullerton, who's, who's called in before to let us know how much he loves having sex with women on their period and how many threesomes he's had and many other disgusting sexual activities, perversive activities that he's into. And one of his claims to fame is he inseminated his beautiful wife in the parking lot of that Hooters, which is good for him. And what we know about, you know, about health from health class in eighth grade, he couldn't have done that. While she was on her period. That's right. That's right. We did. We did <laughs> learn that. We did learn that. And there is, there's only one local Hooters that I'm aware of. And it's, um, it's freeway adjacent and it's almost basically connected to a, uh, prostitution hotel. Yeah. That's so, not right. Yeah. That's like where those places can exist. It, it's just one of those things like back to yeah. the original point, like how is it ending in West Virginia? But also yeah, how is it 20, going. how is it 2024 and Hooters still is a thing anywhere? Both things can be true. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, it was thriving. I mean, Oh yeah. 
it was like the Starbucks of its time. I mean, they were everywhere. There was you couldn't you couldn't walk you couldn't spit without I, having to hit a Hooters. I believe Darren Dalton's wife was on the uh, the cover of the Hooters uh, calendar. Oh yeah, I, I, who can forget the Hooters calendar? It was mm-hmm. a, like totally a thing. R.I.P. Dutch. Mm-hmm. Mm, the uh, the vet probably had something to do with it. Yeah, the vet turf probably got him. Yep. Um, I'm I'm 19 days remaining in my 75 hard journey, and shout out to all the harders still hanging on there in the audience. I don't know. I know Darwin, the OC is still going strong on his 75 hard journey. Cause he complains about to me about it to me via text every single day. So I know he's still doing it. I, once I stop getting complaints and how about we got to do a wellness today? check. Yeah. I might have to swing by his crib and make sure he's not, he's not pissed drunk on Coors light in the garage. Darwin, the OC is still in. I know that um, super Lee Who's who's adopted the the Rich Piana arm workout as part of his daily routine? I know he's still in. I know Ben nine oh six is still in, which is quite an achievement for Ben nine oh six, who's well known to hit a hit a happy hour on a Friday night. So excited for those guys and, and anybody else that is still continuing. And I got I saw today, dear friend of the show and personal friend of mine, Catherine Shady, is has started her own 75 hard journey. I believe she's on day 11. I got 19 days left. And Ed, I'm at that point where like, I will drink again. But you don't miss it. I don't miss it. And I've come so far that I'm kind of scared to like, even if I drink one day, I'm like, I'm going to ruin all this progress I've made. Um, you know, I've I've created this, and that's the whole point, right? Is you if you do something for long enough, it becomes a habit. I guess that's the idea. I never really read up on the on the, where it came from, but that's what I assume. It's like, hey, you just keep doing. You're, you're trying to like reset your, uh, you recalibrate your life. Yeah. The one thing I have said to uh, my son, who was like going through a workout and diet thing, yeah, as yeah. I said, the key is when you you know, take, take off the restrictions. Yep. You have to, you have to take parts of this. Like you have to keep yes. working out yep. and you, you have to occasionally just have chicken breast and yep. like, you know, you have to, you have to incorporate that or else you can never enjoy the, the rare cheeseburger oh, and beer. Pick your spots. You got to yes. pick your spots and, and it's the 80, 20 rule. Like just do, you're doing good 80% of the time. And then that way, 20% of the time you can fuck off and you don't have to feel like shit about yourself because yes. you're not doing it all the time. But one thing I was, so I've done in over the years, I've done a few um, dry Januaries, much like yeah. dear friend of the show, um, Telly two putt. He'll do like dry January third to dry January 8th. You know, that's his dry January. I do the, I do a whole month of dry January. I've done that several times. I've done. So I just recently did sober October. I didn't drink for a whole month, but I was thinking today, 75 hard. I think this might be the longest period I've gone without consuming alcohol. And I swear to God since the 1980s, (laughs) Because uh, I was in high school. I was in high school. 1989, I was in high school. I was 15 years old. I was drinking at parties every weekend. Like I was, you know, I wasn't drinking every day. And I've never really been a daily drinker. 
but I've always been a weekly or every couple of weeks drinker. I've never gone. I've gone a month. Definitely. I've gone a month several times, but I don't think I've ever gone 75 days without drinking since the decade of the 1980s. Wow. Right. That's a real one. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah I, I yeah. did. I did like a, I've done some dry Januaries. I did a, a two month off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never done 75 since I started drinking. Same. I don't, yeah, I don't think so either. So congratulations to everybody that's involved themselves and is, you know, has, has you took up a challenge and you have achieved the ch- challenge. And even if you didn't achieve the challenge, even if you gave it a shot, that's amazing. And maybe you'll, you know, maybe you'll do it, pick it up another time or find some other challenge that you could do. Cause I'm open to another challenge. I'm going to keep it. You know, I got a couple things happening that where I'll probably drink once this, I mean, I'm, so this thing ends on March 17th. So I'm definitely got to celebrate yeah. somewhat, yeah. right? Like you can't, you got to enjoy a drink on that, that first day. Yeah. Yeah. My chick went to our local pizza place last night to pick up a pizza and she used the number one dad move where she's like, oh, I'll just order it there so yeah, that she can sit at the bar and have a beer, which is, which is one of the great delights in life is it not ed did, did that last night oh see you get it yeah so she she goes to the bar and she's sitting there having the bar having a beer at the bar and the bartender comes over and he goes hey where's brian i haven't seen brian in a while and she goes you haven't seen him this year and she, he's like has it been that long and she's like yeah he's doing this thing where he's not drinking so it's like they're asking about me at the bar, I guess, is my point. Like that's, mm. that's how long it's been. So I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to drink on that day. And then I got something planned the next weekend, but I'm not, I'm just like kind of cruising and I'm, you know, I'm going to keep up the the two workouts and keep, you know, reading books and, and uh, hustling through it. Cause it's kind of, you know, it's, I'm, I'm enjoying that, the, the structure, the intentionalism. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Let's talk about oh let's talk about who died just tell us who was dead now just tell us who was dead now it's a sad segment very sad very sad and it will not be an update on who's alive. Nope. Let's get a tragic update. Tragic update. Cause Ed Daily has been keeping up on who just died. Yep. Cause we're about to hear from Ed on which celebrities are dead. So tell me who died. Who died. Who died. Who died. Tell me who died. Ed, who died? So first of all, the, the hearing this song brings me back Saturday night. Michelle and I went to a couple's house for dinner. Oh, yeah! And it was uh, it was very lovely. You guys get and you guys get there. You walked in the front door. You removed your shoes, and then you and then you placed your keys. Key party. <laughs> yeah. In, in, <laughs> no, no, no. But we were just like having dinner, and then yeah. I think the conversation took like not like serious, serious, but it was yeah, it was a, a, a somewhat like I think maybe death or something came up, Oof. and in the background. Stop Give it. me the night. Stop it. Give Close me the night. Comes on. 
Yeah, Georgia. And I was like, I, I was just fighting laughter. That's and it amazing. was such such an inappropriate time to laugh because we're talking about yeah. a yeah. dead parent or something. Yeah. So, and it was, it felt like such a piece of yeah. shit. And I'm just, I'm just doing everything, like biting my That's tongue. Crazy. I'm doing like, like pinching myself because I'm like, I can't laugh. And all I'm thinking of is, is this song, so Tell beautiful. Me You Dad. And I'm like, yeah. oh my God. It's, it's it a bad. sad segment. And it yeah. will not be an update. And I'm in my head. I'm thinking very sad, very like sad. But yeah. I can't say anything. It's just it's such an awkward. And to explain it would derail yeah. the whole conversation. So I'm just trying to. And it was like a perfectly nice evening. But like, man, Beautiful. give me the night came on at the absolute wrong time for me. I love that shit. Uh, we lost Kenneth Mitchell, Star Trek Discovery and Captain Marvel star. Only 49 ALS. Ooh, very, very sad. sad. Very sad. Now, Terrible. Captain Marvel, is that that one with Brie Larson in her big old set? That, She's that Captain would, Marvel, right? That would be my guess. Yeah. Is it like they just ran out of superheroes and they're like, ah, oh, fuck it, just Captain Marvel? I, I know there's that you new You know, like one. it's Spider-Man and Hulk. They like yeah. have names and then they're like, yeah. fuck it, well, just Captain Marvel. Who the fuck is, Ca- right? No, they keep doing, well, Ant-Man? Like what? Like, look, I love Paul Rudd, and I and I love him getting that bag. But what you mean to tell me there was a superhero that was a fucking ant? I never heard. You know what? You know who I heard of Ed. I heard of the Justice League, and look, I know that's DC, but I ain't a nerd. I'm not. I don't know comic well, books. I, I used to like it. Though. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, I used to watch that cartoon. Who, Wonder who Twins. Doesn't lo- who doesn't love the fucking Justice League? They're you gonna have Superman? a movie called Captain Marvel before the Wonder Twins. And also, and hey, look, Captain Marvel's a lady. Okay, I guess. I mean, that's fine. I just, Captain Marvel doesn't sound like a lady. Maybe that. Hey, maybe that's my own uh, biases. That's my own prejudices coming out. But what, was she a lady in the thing? That's fine. It's fine if she was. I never heard of her. Did you see there's this new one? That's um, It's Dakota Fanning. And no, it's a whole bunch of chicks. It, it, and just somebody like tells the future. I saw a trailer for something like somebody can see into the future. It looks so horrendous. And the even the people that are in it. I think I read something where um, – where Dakota Fanning, no, not Dakota Fanning, Dakota, Don Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, oh, Daco- Melanie it, Griffith. Yeah. What's her name? D- Dakota Johnson. Yes. That doesn't sound right. Anyway, Don Johnson, huge penis. His daughter, Dakota Johnson, is the star of this thing. And she's like, I don't know why they chose to shoot it on a green screen. It's off. Like, she's not even pretending it's good. And it's like, and it's a she's huge flop. Bagging that movie. shit. Yeah, she, she got her back. She's like, look, uh, we're not making it. It sucks too bad. We're not making a sequel. So I'm just going to make fun of it, which is kind of, I appreciate. Anyway, RIP Kenneth Mitchell. I never watched anything Star Trek, so I'm not familiar. No, I was thinking that. I I definitely like gave Star Trek when I was a kid, when there's nothing on TV and I had like five channels. I gave Star Trek a shot always Same. for like five minutes. Same. And I'm like, this is bullshit. What is this? Like, Same. I never got into this. No, it was so bitch. And it had weird sounds. It'd be like, and they'd, yeah. they'd fucking cruise down to some planets and the special effects sucked. And their drab polyester clothes. Yeah. And Scotty, you know, there was one of yeah. each. And what, what's his name was a real bummer. Uh, the doctor. Sulu. <sighs> no, that's a different guy. They had all the guys. It sucked. I've never liked it. I, ne- I yeah, didn't like it. I just, ne- I never, I've definitely never watched a full episode nope. ever in my life. No, nope. John Luke Picard, not interested, never cared, didn't like it. Fuck yep. Star Trek. 
Yeah, but very sad. Yeah, R.I.P. Kenneth Mitchell. Poor guy. Uh, R.I.P. Pamela Salem, Miss Moneypenny, and Never Say Never Again, 80 years old. So she was the one I think most people would know from like the Roger Moore and, yeah. and it was Lois Maxwell. She was in like a ton of them. Yep. And then there've been some updated ones, but like this woman was just in never say never again. And that was the one where Sean Connery came back and he was all old. Like they brought him back oh, for one, one extra one. Right. Yes. And he was just going through, he, he was just getting that bag. Yeah. He had the hair piece on yeah. and stuff. Yeah. He all, this is a fun fact. He only wasn't wearing a hair piece in Dr. No. Every other James Bond, he was wearing a hairpiece. Yeah, the piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do recall that. Very sad. R.I.P. Although 80 years is a decent Yeah, one. good run. She was yeah. a Bond girl, yeah. sort of. I mean, yeah. Money Penny's not necessarily a Bond girl, but right. she was a girl in Bond. She was there. She probably got a piece. If she wanted a piece, she oh, probably could have got a he piece. Was, he was willing to give it out. Oh, yeah. Sure. 100%. And he'd tune you up a little bit, and he'd be not remorseful yeah. about it, which is apparently no, his fine in Scotland. Yeah. And brag, brag to Barbara Walters about it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, R.I.P. J.O. Archer, motocross star and X Games medalist, 27 years old. He was practicing a triple backflip on his bike and I assume landed on his head or neck. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to assume that he's Australian based on that name, J.O. Yeah. I actually like it. It is impressive what people can do. I am uncomfortable watching flips like that because I'm thinking you're going to kill yourself. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like seeing people achieve it because I'm thinking they're going to die. Yeah. No, it's actually, it's so stressful. Now I saw him. They're like, he's the first guy to ever complete the triple backflip in competition. And then they showed him do it. And you know, they have that inflatable ramp now. So he, he triple backflipped and landed on an inflatable ramp, which is impressive. But I'm thinking to myself, if he died, he must not have been doing it on the inflatable ramp, or he came up he came up short of the actual inflatable ramp, and you know landed on the head. I was watching one X Games one year with the snow; they were jumping snowmobiles, and yeah. one dude paralyzed. The winter himself. X Games, yes, and it's just it's we've gone too far, guys. Like right. how how much adrenaline did you need? I got an idea. This works for me. Do some drugs, okay? It works great. <laughs> It gives you all that, like that feeling. You get it real quick, and you're good to go. Like you know, you don't need to jump off shit and almost die. That is right. that is a bad way to go. Very yeah. Sad. A successful day at the office is you just cheated death. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't die today. Hey, hey, how did today go? Oh, I'm alive still. Oh, cool. What's, or when I, I see what? those clips of the people in the kite suits. Oh, no. fuck those guys. No. Fuck. So <laughs> much downside. There's in, in, in like the, the score of that, like the real adrenaline rush of that is getting real close to the ground. So they'll, right. they'll, they, they go to Switzerland. There's this one, there's this one place in Switzerland that's got like real sheer granite rock that you can jump off of down into a valley. Yeah, everyone's seen clips. They don't realize, but that's that's yeah, the Swiss. that's the spot. And you know they don't do it in this country because it's fucking illegal. They have to go to places where wild places like Switzerland, where they're like, "Do as you wish, jump off the thing," you know. <laughs> and then then what they'll do is they'll jump off a thing, and then they'll have like their buddy like holding up a hula hoop, and they'll be like, oh, right. I "Through the fucking hula hoop, yeah." Like they're playing Quidditch. Yes, and, and they're going a fucking hundred miles an hour in a fucking in a, with a parachute with a tight parachute on. Oh, Get terrible. the fuck 
out of no you. Chance. What's wrong with you? Wings no peaks. chance. And sadly, the fourth person we lost this week, Ewan McIntosh, Keith from the British office, 50 years old. He was so hilarious. He had the dry delivery, big, big dude. Yes. And uh, he would eat the scotch egg and just make comments. He went as, he went as Ali G for Halloween. That's right. And there was that one scene where he's just yeah. talking to um, yeah. uh, Martin Freeman's character, Tim. Yeah. And he, he had already shot his shot and it didn't work. And then he's yeah. like... You see, yeah. uh, men are attracted to what they see. Women are attracted to what they hear. So I tell them what they want to hear, and they they're all over. Like he's yeah, just he's he was real, just the best. He's a real ladies' man for for Philistines that aren't familiar with the original Office. He would he's the Kevin. I yeah, believe he's he's yeah. he's right. He's the big fat yeah. uh, dry delivery guy, very, and like very funny. And if you haven't like it's it's like eight episodes total or like ten episodes total. Yeah. It's worth going to find the British office. It's great. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's I think it, no, it's two seasons of six, and then okay, two, so twelve, and then yeah. two specials. So oh, and and the, and the special is a great yeah. Christmas special. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's very good, and it's um, it's just it just it's so original. Like there was nothing ever. Now you see stuff like it all the time, but everything's just copying of this first thing. I want to know this guy's only 50 years old. I get that he's fat, but yeah, I, I read it was like kind of sad. Cause like he didn't get much work. Yeah. And then during COVID times, he, he like, he was broke filed for yeah. bankruptcy and then was just doing like cameo and shit like that. But like, seems like post office, he didn't have a lot going on. Meanwhile, the guy that's the imitation of him. And again, Oh yeah, make is isn't he the highest earner? He's the on- number one guy on Cameo. He makes millions of dollars on Cameo in addition to his millions of dollars in residuals that he gets from being on the office, which is great. But, you know, throw this guy a bone, although you can't now because he's Sadly. RIP UN. Yep. Uh okay, let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. A mind of joy on DVD. Ed, what is going on in the sports world? Today, we are recording this on February 26th. Yeah. 12 years ago. Yes. On this very day. Yes. One of the great moments in bowling or dare i say yes. sports or even human history happens i agree with you strike to claim it a strike to claim it and he got it, it. that is why i said another five are you kidding me that's right who do you think you are i am <laughs> damn it right one more time that is right. I did it. Number five. 
I assume that must be his fifth world title. Yeah. Is, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, now, did we ever, I know he was supposedly, this is a lot like um, we talk about practice where you never get the full context of the thing, but it makes more sense in context. It's my understanding that he was responding to a heckler. Who said, who do you think you are? I guess. I guess. I guess. Still still not exactly the response, but Very I, I love it. Very nonsensical. Yeah. Who do, who you, do you think, think you are? I am. Oh. I believe Pete Weber just only recently in the last couple of weeks has retired oh. from professional bowling. Although I imagine. I imagine he's not retired from slaying. Yeah. No, he's, he's slaying it. And I bet you. You could still get a money game with him in the Des Moines area oh. or wherever he calls he's, home. He's pulling a bigger and McCracken shakedown type situation. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. Yeah, he's running he's running cash games. He's fucking diner waitresses. I mean, he's got a pretty nice life. Good for you, Pete Webb Weber. Pete Legend. Weber. Yeah. Legend. Uh former NFL MVP, Adrian Peterson has been facing property seizures. Very sad. Do they seize your property for um, whipping a three-year-old with a switch until his scrotum bleeds, Ed? Yeah, that that's that is certainly, certainly needs to be examined because, uh, you know, he, he was an all-pro at that, apparently, as Definitely well. Was. I know, I look, I know he's country and whatnot, but maybe, you know, maybe we can rise, we can get that out of our country people, um, whipping three-year-old children. like With a switch. And with a switch. Till their scrotum bleeds, which it's just not behavior that's um, conducive to good child rearing. Uh, no matter what no. somebody wants to tell me, um, I, I'm pretty pretty grounded in that. Now, what I will, what I would like to know is what AP Junior is up to these days because he was. Three I years think old. I know one thing he's yeah, up he's- to: hating his dad. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, I also thought. Well, they're seizing property, and he's probably like trying to talk his way out of it. And they're like, "Hey, uh, roll the footage of his 40th birthday where he dressed like Aladdin and showed yeah. up on a, on a camel. Let's see if let's see if he was uh, fiscally responsible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he couldn't make his mortgage. He hasn't made his mortgage payment in six months, but he spent a hundred and eighty thousand dollars on this. Roll the tape, and that and that's him rolling up his birthday. Oh, hey, guess what I just did? Hey, cool. I just dropped the pencil. Pencil. Oh, of course. It's back. It was prob- probably you You got a little scared because you thought about Adrian Peterson with his switch. Yeah. Was- yeah. No, I would be very scared. And I'm a grown man. I, I would mean, think be- of how think of how strong he must have been on that three year old. Yes, I mean, I, he he could easily do that to me. He's much bigger and stronger than me. And if he wanted to whip me with a switch, he probably could. Imagine what he could do to a three-year-old child that's just that's in wonder about the world. Like, what could that kid have possibly done that could warrant that kind of response? There's nothing, obviously. And I remember, like, one of the excuses were like, "Well, that well, that's how I was raised," yeah. and it's like, "Yeah, but you understand that's not how it's supposed to go down, right? right? Like that that's not the catch-all for every bad behavior." Well, I was how I was raised. Oh, it's cool. called breaking the cycle. Did you like it? Did you yeah. like it when your pa yeah. had you, you go grab yeah. a switch? Did you like really enjoy your dad's company after that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, too. Yeah. Are you, you guys chatting on the phone much these days? And yeah. considering how many kids he had in different locations, yeah. that might have been the only quality time Adrian Jr. spent with him. I really would. I'm very interested to know 
what that child is up to these days. Because, you know, you remember um, Floyd Mayweather Jr., who can't read. One time um, he was smacking around his wife or girlfriend or whatever she was and right in front of the kid. And the, you can actually read this. It's online. The kid had to um, give his testimony in the police report. And he was like nine years old. And he, he was just watching his mom get smacked around by a guy, you know, like probably fearing that she was going to die that night. I wonder how his life has turned out after that. I wonder right. how, how Floyd feels about what he did to his, not just to that woman who was an adult, like she didn't deserve that. There, there's, there's no behavior that, that caused her that reaction. Right. But imagine that kid, that kid is not in an adult relationship. He doesn't know how adults act around each other. Now he's probably going to be doing that to other people unless he got some help of his own. Yeah. So he'll, that. he'll write a, a memoir in about 10, 15 years. <laughs> My father, the executioner. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant confronted a fan who called him a bitch as he was running onto the court. I mean, at least, I mean, he, we all know he does this after every game, except it's usually through burners. So at least he was able to do it in person for once. But cause usually he's like, the guys are like, Hey, what are you doing after the game? Cap KD Durantula. You want to hit the club or anything? And he's like, oh, no, I got some, um, I got some mentions. I got, I got some replying to do <laughs> through my burners. <laughs> and what, like what says I'm not a bitch more than acting like a complete bitch and, and respond. He, like, you make $40 million is, a year. But I'm of two minds here. Yeah. I, obviously I can't stand Durant and he is a bitch. That being yes. said, yeah. He, I'm of always of the uh, mindset that a player who a, a fan wants to get all mouthy with yeah. him, he should yeah. be allowed to punch that woman square in the face yeah. when she did it. Yeah, I agree. Oh, it was and a woman? It was a woman who looked like ten pounds of shit in a five pound bag. Okay, well now um, I'm on now I'm on um, now I'm on Kevin Durant's side because and, there's nothing worse than a woman that's a hardcore hoop fan like that. Then so, her boyfriend slash husband, whoever he was. Well, like tried to like get involved and like, and then he's like, Hey, listen, I have a sports podcast. And then Durant just talk, uh, turned around and walked away. <laughs> okay. Look, Kevin so, Durant uh, yes, is Durant yeah. is a bitch and everything yeah. he says is true, but like he should be allowed to punch both of them in the face. I agree. Remember when, uh, was it Marcus smart? Was that Oklahoma yes. state? And he was yep. inbounding the ball and somebody talked shit to him and he just turned around and socked him in the front row. Yeah, I think, I think it was a, uh, a cowboy fan who might or <laughs> Might have called him a, uh, oh, a very right. charged word. Deserve, deserve, deserve it, 100%. <laughs> and I supported Smart then, and I'd support Durant for socking this woman yeah. in the face for that. Yeah, you're like, right. Who are you? Just yeah, some fat right. lady who shows up and wants to heckle guys? Like, you should you should face consequences. 100%, I agree with you. Uh, the uh, Lakers... Blame this weekend's loss to the Warriors on Anthony Davis's losing his voice. He wasn't able to call out things, and so they lost. Le- LeBron James took that one off. Oh, he he's, did. Yeah, he's load sat, management. He's yeah, he was load. Even though it was the first game after the All Star game, which he played it, he played oh. in the All Star game, but not the first then, team. Yeah, but then he's like, "Oh, healthy scratch," or "I, I got a little tweak," or something. And it, look. I know 
LeBron James, the greatest athlete we've ever seen. And I know, Ed, there's no bigger Michael Jordan fan than you. Remind <laughs> me, remind me how many times Michael Jordan sat one out against the Pistons or the Cavs or the Pacers when he just, ah, I just, or, or, I s- yeah. I saw a crazy, like, I, I, I can't even come close to it. The stats of Jordan's. Uh, load management when he was a wizard. He played oh, yeah. huge minutes and every game that he wasn't like actually injured out of the line. Like he, yeah. he did get hurt at some point that year, but when he played, he played like major minutes yeah. and he was 40 something. Yeah. He was a beast. He was, yeah. he was a beast out there. Uh, Kobe Bryant, the great Kobe Bryant. He's, he was on trial for doing rapes. And he could hey, nobody would have blamed him if he's like, hey, look, I got my rape trial out here. He would yeah. fly, he would he would hop the G5 every day to make it to shoot around against the Suns. Yeah, he's like, hey, listen, I gotta deal with this puncturing the the towel girl's butthole, but I'm still going to uh I'm still gonna <laughs> drop 28 and 7 tonight. <laughs> Did you say puncturing the towel girl's butthole? That's what I said. <laughs> Jeez, Ed. Well, jeez, Kobe. He didn't have to do the I mean, rapes. True. He didn't. That's true. That's but all. He got, he got a nice pink diamond for Vanessa, so all is good. Three million dollars. Vanessa, right. she went ah, look, she she clearly was eating her grief afterward. I think uh, I think we discussed here that she lives not far from me, that I in the in the period after Kobe's demise, if she needed if she needed uh, any kind of grief counseling, I could go over there and help her out. And if if it was would take me too long, I could chop her in to her place. Mm, that would be nice. Yeah, but she was she had gotten she had she had been self medicating with pasta. I think lasagnas, maybe bread bowls. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah the chowder, the chowder in the bread bowl. But i I saw her at um, I saw her at Kobe's statue unveiling as Kobe has had a statue placed at the crypto.com arena where he was a great champion and she's gotten on the Ozempic or something. Cause she's looking real good. She Vanessa is back. Her. Yeah. And if look, look, I, yeah. it, I, I can tell you if I lost a child, you would never, you'd, you would never yeah, see me yeah. doing anything responsible again. I, I think about it all the time. I think I would do remember when, um, Remember when Olivia Newton-John's boyfriend? Oh, the fake, fake death. Now, look, he was just trying to get out of child support. But, and he just, and also, like, must not have been that fun being Olivia Newton-John's boyfriend. Rest in peace. But then they found him, and he was just working on a fishing boat down in Mexico. And he's like, hey, just, you know, can you leave me alone? Like, just, I feel like if that's, that's kind of would, I wouldn't be trying to, look, I pay my child support. Every month I would, were I to lose a child, I would disappear into like some, a new life. Yes. I would, I, just, I would just, yeah. I don't know, go to Thailand and like yes. never be seen again. Yes. Like the, just the coil is, yeah, is you can't yes. even imagine it. So That's I, true. I will give Vanessa all the passes for, for her grief. That's true. But I'm just saying if anybody like she's over her grief of the, of the marriage, the loss of her husband, Somebody, somebody would be wise to try. I think to the marriage, the marriage was 
probably over a long I'm time sure. before well, the remember, helicopter hit the mountain. That's right. Yeah, that that did that did it. But remember, they they fi- uh, filed for divorce and then they oh. rescinded it a couple years before mm. the choppering. So you know, like, yeah, they look. They love might have been on the rocks. I'm just saying, if somebody's at the right age, you know, the right has the means, I would I would try to meet her if I were you because sure. she looks pretty good. And she got lots of money. She's got she's got a bag and a half. Yes. All the bags. Uh Cam Newton was caught on a video. He was in a brawl at a youth football event this past weekend. Yeah. Um, and I, I I'm sure you can guess what he looked like. Is he is is Cam Newton allowed around children, Ed? I mean, have the I don't. I, I saw his hat look yeah. like the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, of the local authorities. Seen what his are you hat? doing, buddy? <laughs> uh, excuse me, Mr. Newton. Can we speak to you? We got <laughs> did, a, you get uh, a, did you get a look at the perpetrator? Yeah, it was a six foot five giant dude wearing a Wicked uh, Witch yeah. of the West hat. We got we got a sassy headwear alert from a concerned <laughs> parent. We're going to need to escort you from the school grounds. I'm sure you understand. What is <laughs> What is he doing? Isn't that one? Who's the? There was a wide receiver. He was, and he had a TV gig. Everyone's going to know what I'm talking about, but I don't know players. Jimmy Cephalo? Yes. No, it was recently, and the guy, the guy got it. He was just recently retired, and he got a TV gig, and he was at a Pop Warner game, and this was in Texas, Dallas. And then something popped off, and his brother was the coach, and his brother murdered another guy, and is wow. going to prison. I don't, I don't know this. You would know the guy because he was a real player, but I can't remember his name because I don't know any players. But it's just like, how serious are you taking this? Yeah, I remember um, there was a guy uh, from my area who was like a really good running back, and I think he made the Pro Bowl one year as a as a return man. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was really good. And then he went back and became like a youth coach back in my the area where I grew up. And like he got arrested for leaving threatening phone calls at one of the kids' houses who quit the team or something. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. What is wrong with these people? Psychotic. Yeah. Well, but also just looking at what Cam's been up to lately in the the fashion scene, I think – there should always be an authority nearby just yeah. to make sure he's okay. It's a lot. He's got, I mean, the hats, they're like extra large and extra sassy. And, you know, he's, there's a reason he couldn't get a job. And it's, and it's, I think it's hat related mostly. Yeah. yeah. You can't, you can't have, he's, it's one thing when he's the MVP, yeah. but if his level dips, he's a very unstable dude. Yeah, you can't you can't have him leading a team unless he's like firing on all cylinders. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And then the the yeah. biggest sports story of the week because yeah. now the Super Bowl's over and baseball hasn't quite kicked off. NBA is is uh, you know still in February. Yeah. It was the spring training outfits. The MLB fanatics produced pants were blasted by players and the union chief, the plant pants are see-through. I mean, it's, it's basically what the Hooters girls were wearing. It's yeah. just, it's just, they're basically wearing white pantyhose out there. They look so cheap and sh- they look. 
And it's like, like, are they really saving money or did they just make a bad decision? They thought these would be like, yeah. you know, more breathable or something. It, it, but there's an easy fix. Just go back to last year's pants. Yeah. Yeah, and it's I know there it's fanatics or I don't know what that is except fanatics that they, is like you you I know like if I'm buying a you know yeah. a uh, Knicks yeah. uh, hat or T-shirt right. for if, for my son I, I I get it through fanatics a right. lot of times. We're not going on your that one website that you talked about, but we go yeah no I I too have bought multiple items from fanatics and then every week they're like you got eleven dollars <laughs> in credit. You know, yes. they, they get you I coming did, back. Yeah, I, I got my beautiful uh, Orioles double A oh, hat yeah. uh, from Fanatics. Yeah. And then gorgeous. there's always some deal. There's always yeah. a deal. And so if you I'm order for that, if you order um, full price from Fanatics, you're a sucker because you sucker. just couldn't wait four hours until yeah. there's the next deal. Always 25% off. So many deals going on. Free shipping. On now, but also it's, it's Nike via Fanatics and, Every, like Nike makes good shit. Like right. everybody knows if you got some Nike shit, it's yes, it's, it's sewn by the ruined, the, 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 the yeah. atrophized knuckles of a Malaysian five-year-old, but that Malaysian five-year-old knows how to sew and they're giving him the good material to sew. Like it's Nike is always well-made. Do you think Nike, cause I keep hearing fanatics be, being bandied about. Do you think. Nike like has their PR team because like this yeah. could have been their fault and they're like let's blame this on fanatics. Good, that's a yeah because I believe there's a Nike swoosh on the actual garment, right? So right, it seems like yeah they would have got their team behind this fanatics situation and put it on fanatics, but they look so shitty. You know how like whenever you if you watch you're watching a ball game and it's like the Marlins are playing. Right. And you're and you look at the Marlins uniforms and it looks it looks like the Marlins version of a of a low rent little league team trying to be right. the Marlins. You know, like but now all of Major League Baseball looks like that. It looks like a little league. It looks like Harbor Area Baseball where I grew up in Costa Mesa, California, where we played they wouldn't have little league. We had Harbor Area, which is like rec league baseball, and all the teams were the wrong colors. So, like, if you're on the Dodgers, oh, you're in the Reds, and they're yellow. Or yes, something. they were. Yes, if you're on the Dodgers, <laughs> it was like yellow and blue, and if you were yeah. on the Astros, it was the Dodgers colors, and the Giants were green, and all the all the teams were the wrong colors. I think so, you know, because they couldn't get the licensing or whatever. It's similar to like, how does this happen? The the their their names, the um, the digits, the font on their names, the graphic design is so shitty. Their names are too small. Right. And, and like, I, you know, I'm just starting to pay attention a little bit more yeah. and stuff like that. The Orioles should be pretty good. Yeah. But like when pitchers and catchers were reporting by day two, I remember just hearing the buzz. I hadn't seen it, but hearing the buzz, like these uniforms are shit. And like, you were should just hearing fair. it. And it's like, why wouldn't you fix it then? They're just like doubling down and they're making them play games in these garbage uniforms. Yeah, it's how, weird. How does it even get to that point? Yeah. Like take for instance, Ed survivor. Okay, Survivor's still on, and I just saw a commercial for it the other day. It might have been during the Super Bowl, and Jeff Probst's face is looking. He's gotten he's gotten the facelift or something. He looks weird. Oh, is he like it, it, is he like Botoxed up, or is so. he? I think so. Yeah, and he's dying the hair. Well, I don't know. He looked a little odd. Now I don't watch Survivor, but I have seen it. And you know the and well, uh, here's another one: the challenge, which is just like Survivor, except it's with people on MTV, and their faces are weird too. 
but they do these, they do these, uh, they have these like, uh, challenges that they do where it's like a game and it's like, yeah, hey, you can hold can- a pole for eight yes, hours. Yes. Shit like that. Yeah. You stand on this thing. Then you jump to this thing. Then you got to repel and you got to, and then you, uh, you, sw- you swing across and then you're hanging from a, and then you're hanging from a helicopter. Well, they don't just fucking trot the cast out there. They go, okay, get the helicopter going. And then I right, get, put this guy on the back of a semi. They don't just bring out the actual cast. They That's go to the place. Yes. They set the shit up. So they fi- they figure out where to put the cameras. They make sure the game is doable with some regular ass people. They go, hey, let's get some regular ass people out here. See if they can stand on this pole for seven hours. Okay. They can do it. Our cast can do it. Similarly, there's got to be some quality control. You make a new garment. Like how many people got to put their fucking initials on the garment before the garment gets to show, hey, Otani's dick. And apparently there's, you can see these guys dicks through. Good thing the, the big hurt's not still playing. <laughs> well, I'm hoping, you know, yeah. especially for our show. Yeah, we see some you know, dicks. There are, there are websites that will analyze yeah. everything. We're eventually... You know, by the end of April, we're going to have like a, a, a article ranking so everything. Re- yeah, we're gonna that. get some. We're gonna get da- uh, data points. Oh, you know, you know who's gonna get on it is Gay Twitter. Sure. They, you remember they? We were we were talking about Captain America. Captain America showed his dick one time, and we weren't sure because there was no perspective. But luckily, Gay Twitter went to it, and they got the protractor out, and they measured like right. the size we of were, something we else. We were getting the- down to the the hundredth of yes. a, a centimeter. Yes. Gay Twitter will tell you somebody's penis size to the a thousandth of an inch. So if it you look if it's if it's on display gay twitter's going to get a hold of it and they're going to let us know which i look forward to honestly i'm looking forward to the uh the most uh underrated package oh like there'll be some small guy yeah. it won't be altuve oh, but it'll be a small guy no, and, yeah. and he's packing that'll be fun yeah yeah no it'll be yeah no that's always the case kike hernandez will come out there and just be donged up and you're like what dude you're 59 no problem. It's out there. Okay. I have a feeling he's not a small dude, but I have a feeling Jock Peterson, the way he, his confidence. Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. He's wearing pearls. I, I could yeah. see him just being packed up. Yep. Big dick energy. Yeah. I a hundred percent see that. That's actually a really, really good vote. Uh, okay. Of Let's course. Go. Our, our boy, Nick. Oh yeah. Nick Cassianos. Okay. Well, oh, come on. <laughs> he doesn't even wear an undershirt. No. Nah. <laughs> like, come on. Too cumbersome. Hey. Who's imagine what imagine his thoughts. I'd like to oh man, there's so many things I'd like to ask Nick Castellanos. Just just mic him up for a season. Yeah, yeah. Get him get him mic'd the whole season. Do every game do and do an obituary at some point in the game or an apology because yeah. it, he'll hit 162 home runs. Yeah, if I'm if I'm the manager, I'm like as he's heading to the uh the batter's box, I'm like, hey Nick, yeah. somebody's somebody's apologizing for a DWI. Or DUI. Yeah, yes, either. Either or. He Imagine his, because we've learned that his favorite superhero is Scooby-Doo, and he's got some really good, he's a, he's a dog that proof. talks and solves crimes, you know? And it's- That's like, a bigger superpower than anything I've ever seen. That's right. Yeah, you can't, you can't really argue with his logic as to why Scooby-Doo is a great superhero. Imagine what his thoughts are on this whole Captain Marvel thing. Oh. The, the whole- sure. Marvel world, you know, it's, I mean, I could go, I could listen for days. I'd love to hear what he has to say. Yep. Okay. Let's do some 
voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from gray. His calls are far from gray. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. What's so fucking boring? And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tits, He's Manuel in Gardenia. I recall, I recall, um, I was having a conversation with Brad in Florida about the, when we got a lot of feedback on the 75 Hard song, which is, which was, very hurtful to me in, in a great many ways. Sure. Yeah, I don't have it handy to me, but if you haven't heard it, go back and listen. And he was, to, he was apologizing. He's like, Hey man, he's like, you know, I don't think you're fat. And he's like, I just, you know, I was just doing the song. You gave me, you gave me some notes on how to make it. He's like, it's, you know, you understand. And I go, I know, no, I think it's great. He goes, but then he goes, now he goes, when I was making the Manuel song, that came from the heart. He's like, cause I, cause I was just so mad. Cause that guy sucks. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, that was awesome. Okay. Couple voicemails here. Hey ballers. Super league. That's last week. How about this week? This is better. Hey fellas. Katie Shady. Oh, Katie here. Shady. So I have two call shenanigans on Tuesday. Okay. Shenanigan number one. Yep. Bri Bri. Yep. What happens in Key West stays in Key West. I've heard that. Even if it's just a phone call for recipe sharing. That's how that is. For those of you for those of you that don't remember, I was I was remarking that uh I had to I texted Katie Shady for a recipe that we had discussed earlier that we that she'd made at my house and she called me. And she was, wasted when she called me to the point where I said, dude, you're wasted. And she was like, oh yeah, she didn't even like the normal move is to, to deny how wasted you're like, no, I'm fine. What? No, just a couple of beers. She was wasted. So that, this is what she's referring to that I've outed her as being a drunk person. Well, you're in Key West. Of course you're drunk. So, yeah. I might have been might have hitting been. the rum a little bit, but yeah. I was on vacation. So yeah. I don't you're allowed to. How to of course. Everyone. Second, Second. again. Yep. Deepish and your other friend who says people are always accosting them to pet their dogs. Oh, yeah. I have dogs. I have uh, just a reminder. Deepish, great friend of the show. Hockey correspondent, the, the official hockey correspondent and the official Brian, where Brian um, urinates on the golf course, correspondent of the right. show. G Fish called in too. Be- yep. Before she talks, please. Is this going to be another dog person who's like, "Well, I would never let my dogs do it." But this is should recognize that some people let their dogs be all over other people. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yes. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. 
What I'm saying is that I do 75 hard. I do 45 minutes outdoors every single day, sometimes 90. I encounter multiple dogs every single day. No one has ever one time, not even one time no. has someone no. said, can you please pet my dog? And Hoboken, there are dogs everywhere. Yeah. I've never been uh, requested or told yes. to pet anyone's dog. Yes. I'm now talking you're, about when you're, Bosco is in the elevator with yep, you yep. and his wet nose is on my leg. And I'm like, hey, you know, it's cool if you yep. keep your dog a little closer to you. Yes. No, I agree with you. The elevator is a different circumstance. But what, what G Fish emailed in about is he, he we have a friend who claims that every single day of his life, he is required <laughs> to say hi to people's dogs. He's accosted by dogs. He's he's forced to pet them and say hi to them. And it happens. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't, hasn't happened to him a couple times. It happens to him every single day, which is a lot. Yeah. He's lying. Yeah. I've had dogs like most of my adult life. Of course. And I will not let other people pet my dogs because I'm afraid my dogs are going to bite them or do something weird and yeah. it's going to be awkward and not good. And most people I know who have dogs would never call somebody and be like, hey, pet my dog. Of course not. First of all, that's going to make the dog anxious and he probably will get it. Second of all, nobody does that. It just doesn't happen. Of course not. And, um, yeah, that's it. And Ed, you would probably never, ever be able to come to my house. My no. dogs are very rude and they would be all over you. So, uh, not that you were ever planning to come to my house, but you'll just have to come to motor pub and have some. Yeah. Get those tots. Anyway, tots. Yeah. Bye. But then Ed would be in their domain. You know, Ed's come. Yeah, to I, I get it. If I'm that's making it. a home ga- visit, yes. Yes. that's on me to, to take my allergy medication and shit yeah. like that. I'm talking about being in an elevator, being, you know, at the store. Now, now it's just, there's no like seeing eye dogs. It's just dogs. Like I was, I was at the, the supermarket. There's just somebody walking their dog in the supermarket. Yeah. yeah. No, that's crazy. What? I mean, I, I will. I mean, now that she brings it up, Ed, Katie Shady is allowed that her, her and the husband are, are in the process of having a pool installed at their palatial digs in Cincinnati, wow. Ohio. And she's like, you guys got to come over for a pool party. I mean, I'm just saying, maybe you and I both go over there. I throw you on the shoulders. We do a little chicken fighting. Would love that. Yeah. I also, my my can opener game is strong. I'm sure it is. No. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Huge splash. Oh, yeah. I believe you. 100%. Uh, thank you for that, Katie. Here's another one. Hey, Brian and Ed, what's <sighs> up? I saw David. those shitty seats on Southwest. I mean, here's what I'll say. Look, I'm not. This is David Bray, of course, dear friend of ours. I don't, David Bray. I haven't heard an update on your 75 hard journey. Do you uh, tap out like our buddy Dave and Rancho San Clemente and many others? I haven't heard about that. And now, look, now one more thing. Dave works for one of the, I, I think, widely considered probably the best coast to coast airline. I'll just say that. The big boys. Yeah. So I, I think he'll have some thoughts on this. Let's see what he's got to say. Say about coach, like you already said, it, it all, it sucks, period. Yeah. You know, what I call first class is, is humane seating. I mean, it should also be noted, not to keep interrupting, but look, it's people turned in to, tuned in to hear us. So D- David Bray is six feet eight. Yeah. There's no, there's no, airplane that can accommodate him 
And I'm understanding there's also very few vaginas that can do it, you know? So uh, look, he's, <laughs> he's like Blake man. Griffin in, uh, yes. in uh, yes. it's Broad City. Much. It's just too much. <laughs> okay, let's get his thoughts. Like domestic first class, when you walk past it, it's just a room where you're not just cramped. It, it's what everybody deserves on the plane. That's, That's right. That's what I call it, um, where you can actually move without bumping into somebody. And even then, you might have to move or bump into. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. That's what it is. Unless you're a billionaire, end of story. Um, so that's my take on their shitty seats. Um, as far as uh, pickles go, Grillo's pickles are the. I found them about a year and a half ago. They are fucking delicious, and they are fucking awesome. And they um, come in hamburger. They got some good spicy ones. They're usually right where the plastics are oh, yeah. down in the. Uh, What's the brand? Grillos. All right, they, I'll they, check them out. They come in like a, a big plastic bucket. They're fantastic. They're uh, they're very highly seasoned. I was addicted to them for a while. I would come home and I'd get I'd get I would go to Costco and I would buy two buckets of them because I would go through them so quickly. And then you know it's like a quart size bucket, you know, like big jar or whatever plastic. But I got to be, I, w- I was like overindulging in them, Ed. I would come home from work and I would have like five pickles. <laughs> and they're fantastic. But they're so, my, my mouth's starting to water talking about them. They're so vinegary. And I had to tap out on them after a while. It just got, I just was overwhelming myself by eating too much. But I think I might be ready for them again. Autumn, usually where you buy your meats and cheese yep. and stuff like that. Yeah, in the deli section. Guys, I promise. The gummy bears I couldn't get. They're just, uh, they only are only sold in little six, eight packs oh, on the, the airline. But I will definitely the Albanese? Grow oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Those are so beers, good. Whatever, They're so good. Know. Um, and cucumbers are fabulous. If you go to a, uh, if you go to a party and they've got a uh, deli trailer, oh, like you that. got some gross ass cold cauliflower, some broccoli, which isn't bad. But, you know, that big bowl of ranch in the middle, I mean, that's, that's, you t- know, that's what makes you get it down. You're talking about a crudite. Okay. But my favorite is fucking the cucumbers. Oh, that's good. Yeah. See, I- where Star Wars goes. I think just like Ed, I loved it as a kid. And I went back and saw the one where they had uh, uh, Harrison Ford come back. And the big thing was horrible. Um, the whole gang was back and uh, he, he died. And I remember this Jeez. guy from like Texas. Spoiler. Right? Spoiler. Yeah. In big bold letters. Hans Solo dies. Yeah. So I thought that. Oh. I, um, I thought that was fucking awesome. Do you call him Hans Solo? It was a, yeah. Awesome. Like, yeah. like guys, Hans and Franz? Yeah. Love you both. I love you too, buddy. Okay, thank you for that, David. Hans Solo. Ed, let's rank Let's rank the crudite items. You walk into a party. There's a there's a crudite with ranch. Well, I've, got, there. I've gone on record record like, like I love pickles. I don't like cucumbers. I don't, I don't know what it is. I just don't like cucumbers. Okay. Yeah. So you're leaving that out. That's last. What do you, you go? What's, what's the first f- thing you go for? First thing. Yeah. Cherry tomatoes. I love those them. Are good. I like those too. That's my number one. Yeah. I like I like broccoli and cauliflower. Yep. I'm fine with them. Yep. But the cherry tomato, pop one of those in, you're like, oh, this I is like, the best. I like those too. I, I always start with, and I do the cherry tomatoes as well. I always start with the broccoli because it's, it, you can. It's sw- the healthiest of all, probably. It, yeah. But you know, you can swap, like if there's some hummus there, 
you drag that you drag that broccoli through that hummus and you get the most bang for your buck you get the most hummus because the broccoli has all the surface area of the tree part and it grabs all that hummus inside the tree so i start with the broccoli then i'll then i'll then i'll go to the cherry tomato and i'll kind of bounce back and forth because the, the to me the cherry tomato is kind of like a palate cleanser cuz it's got all the acid the juice inside yeah so then I'll go and then maybe I'll get one of those um, pea pod dingies or those snap peas. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah, I'll hit those. But it's again, it's good. It's a good for scooping. And then of course, I mean, I know it's I know it's old school and it's passe, but don't sleep on that carrot stick. Love a good carrot stick. Oh yeah, you so you so, 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 Swim that the carrot crunch, stick. That satisfying crunch. Oh, delicious. Get a get a good snap, and then you follow it up with the cherry tomato, a little back and forth. Fantastic. Okay, thank you that. Thank you for that. Oh, David. here's another thank weird you. thing about me. Okay. Love raw carrots. Yeah. I'm so so on cooked carrots. I love oh, raw I th- carrots. I think you're not alone there. I'm not a cooked carrots person. They got to be done really well, you know, but that's I'm not I saying never, I, yeah, I have it's yeah. not that I've never enjoyed cooked yeah. carrots, but yeah. for the most part I I could I could take or leave cooked carrots, but uh, a raw carrot is very satisfying. Yeah, I know they're good. You ever fuck with um, if you're roasting? If you want to roast a root vegetable, you fuck with a parsnip. I I can't say I have. Yeah, not not opposed to it. I just I don't know if I've had a parsnip. It's, it's a it's a a parsnip is it's it's just like a carrot. It basically is a carrot, but it's a little more flavorful. You know, carrots, and you still see them. Carrots used to not be orange. They used to be every color. There's every color of carrot, much like the beautiful apple. You're right. There used well, to you be, do see the other color apples. You do see the other color apple, but there used to be 800 kinds of apples in this country. Now there's like five. And get the fuck out of here Go with the, the red delicious. Get the fuck out of here. Throw it away. Get it away from me. It's mealy. It's like that's If there's eight varieties, that's always the, the yep. eighth best one. There. I like, you know what I like is a pink lady. I'll fuck with a pink lady. I'll fuck with a Fuji. Oh, delicious. Honey crisp. You like a honey crisp? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Delicious. Delicious. And look, I don't get them often, but I get one of those granny. No. What's the green one? Granny Smith. Granny Smith. I get those green ones. I get a big jar of organic peanut butter out. I cut up that, mm-hmm. I cut up that granny Smith. I, and I stick a butter knife into that pink and that peanut butter jar and I'll swab. You can't even see the chunk of apple under the peanut butter. Cause I've swabbed so much. It's dripping. The oil's dripping down my hand. I do it over the sink because every, I'm putting so much peanut butter on there. Delicious. Every Thanksgiving. Yeah. I made make some homemade applesauce and oh. I, I use a variety and granny Smith are always one oh. of the varieties in there. It gives it that tartness. Yeah. Balances the sweet. Ah, oh, fantastic. That sounds great. Couple, a couple of emails. B. You saying other than season one of True Detective is the greatest season of television ever made is the wrong answer. Two wasn't as bad as everyone made it out to be. I like two. Three was the best besides one and four was garbage. I hated four. I watch watch Masters of the Air or I'm going to check that out or the Wu-Tang Doc or anything else. Four sucks, followed by five exclamation points. P.S. The way they did sex in season one was the right way to do it. That's when Alexandra Daddario got up there. She rode. She yeah, rode she rode him. But I, wasn't there a bunch of standing sex in that too? 
I can't I, remember. I feel like I remember their standing sex. Yeah, because they were both married, right? They had wives. Yes. yes. Yeah, and they who their wives were people too. They were like uh, Michelle Monaghan. Yes, she's very good. Else. Yeah, she's very good. But look, Alexandra Daddario stole the show. She got that big old set out. She mm-hmm. climbed up on Woody's lap. Got to work. She did a good job. That big gal had to break that poor dude's dick off in oh, season yeah. four with it's that jackhammer session. Whoa. Yeah, that was the force cream pie, right, Ed? It was where he, she was like, "You're going to ejaculate inside yes. me, whether you like it or not." <laughs> yep, she's not shouldn't be allowed with with her cheek uh, pierced cheeks. Yeah. Oh, she had pierced cheeks. Yep. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm kind of listening. You have to forgive Jodie Foster. I'm sure she has no idea how to have sex with a man, Ed. You are a monster for changing shirts five times while exercising. What? I hope you do your own laundry and don't make anyone else wash 37 sweaty shirts a week. Take Brian with a wise advice to go shirtless or they make these things called towels, you know? That's from our dear friend Matthew Richards. Allow allow me to retort. Please. Uh, Well, a couple things. First of all, your tone implies a little sexism because like who else would wash my i i do my own laundry i why i wash i wash oh, and nice. so no, nobody is washing the those shirts but me that's right uh that being said i sweat it's like i've jumped in a pool like i i i'm a maniac working out yeah like Two hours. Going for it. I, I burned 2,100 calories today. Wow. Yeah. Two hours, 42 miles. Like, I just, I'm a maniac, but I sweat like fucking crazy. And I have, I go through multiple towels while I'm, like, this is when I'm indoors, when I'm on the, the Peloton. When I'm outside, yes. at least the breeze, like, dries it, it out a little bit. Yeah. When I'm inside, I'm just dripping, like, seriously, a half hour, and it's it's like I'm Patrick Ewing. I've got, go- I've got a wet shirt and so i just switch it and then i do laundry and i do a ton of laundry and whatever i just i need constantly to i i don't like just pouring water on the ground you, i you like need to, to wick is what you yes. say you need it to be yes. wicked off but of yes. your skin yeah yes if yeah. you if you ask michelle how many times she's washed my clothes yeah. uh, for, she would say zero. Zero. yeah i do my own laundry as well uh okay here's another one hey guys Oh, I was able to dig up some relics from our time with the horse Winnie guy. <laughs> genuinely miss him. Hold on. Let's see if I can get this to play. Wonderful. Yes. How do you do this? Been a while. Couldn't. Pro- oh, wait. Nope. Uh, couldn't. Wait. Uh, oh, no. Oh, I'll just download it. Here we go. Sorry, guys. I mean, this is. So, uh, this this is a guy that used to you work. Provide context because. You yeah, know. this is a guy that used to work with our dear friend, Dave, Dave, and who I should mention, Dave and Dave and Rancho San Clemente. He emailed last week and I, uh, I was struck by something that he said. And then I start, I started rambling about something else. He said, cause I, cause I called him out. I said, Oh, he said he was going to do 75 hard. And he must not be doing it. And then he emailed me and he goes, yeah, he goes, uh, I just, I'm not doing 75 hard because it's just too much reading. <laughs> as if, as if, 
That's the real <laughs> I reason. I thought it was like, yeah, I had to crack and have a beer. Like, yeah, it's just the reading. Too, not, no, it's not too little bourbon. It's too, it's just too much reading. I, I'd be doing the two 45-minute workouts <laughs> I love a day. It. I'd be drinking the fucking gallon of water. I'd be taking the stupid picture of myself. I'd be doing all that shit if I didn't have to also read a book. Get the fuck out of here. That's amazing. Love you, buddy. Uh, okay. But, oh, so he used decoding failed. Open new file. What? This, how come this won't play? Um, Dave. Come on, buddy. Had this coworker. It won't play. God damn so, it. So maybe maybe we can get it going for next week. But yeah. the the coworker, if you if you just like made a coughing sound, right? Yeah. He would make a horse noise and like really crazy horse noises. Yes. He, yes. And it was, it was extremely, I don't know. I don't understand why it won't play. It's just a, it's a regular MP4. Okay. Hold on. We might have it here. And let's try it this way. No. Oh, wait. Open. Here we go. Skip. Oh, people are loving this. People are like, <laughs> this is what we you're thinking tune about. In for. We were thinking about, we're paying you five bucks a month, and but now we're definitely out. No, it's not playing. I don't know why it doesn't play. I'll figure the it out. The dude make like realistic horse noises, like yes. subconsciously, right? Anytime like, somebody would clear their throat, which you don't realize unless you're in, unless you really key into it, how often people are clearing their throat. Because, yep. But it's a lot, and you're really gonna notice it if somebody had if somebody um, is. Uh, making a horse whinny noise after every single time somebody clears their throat. And so they were goosing it. They were like, <laughs> they're yeah. goading him into doing it and he, recording him. Remember he got, a, he got a female to do it. So yep. some girl in the office would be like, it's amazing. It was just one of the wildest things. I don't know. It's the, it's the, it's the format of the video won't play, unfortunately. So, my apologies. Thank you for that, Dave. And I'm look, I'm only kidding. Don't be all sad in the DMs, okay, buddy? I'm just joking. It's funny. It's a look, it's a hard thing. Got a lot of kids. Bry, Jim in Houston here. You kind of cut down Wahlberg. Don't forget his great part in the Depatted and Lone Survivor, even the other guys, which was funny. He all he all he was, was a fighter. He, yeah. He was he was good in some other things. He yes. Was. yes. I, know, I, was but being, I was being over the top. He's still a douche. Yeah. And yeah, of course I he's saw. I saw him interviewed uh, on Ash Wednesday, and he was wearing the ashes on his forehead, like on a late night talk show. Um, The other guys, uh, Will Ferrell and him, are like you know mismatched cops. There is a scene with Michael Keaton that is one of the funniest like minutes you're going to see. If you just put Michael Keaton's scene, the other guys, it's. It's worth checking out. He's so good, and Michael Keaton is an American treasure. Okay, he's great. He's so funny. People forget he was a stand-up. Like that's then. Yeah. You, then you go, oh yeah, no wonder he's so fucking funny because he's so amazing and everything. That's why he was always one of Letterman's best guests. Such a good guest. Um, yeah, and look. Oh wait, he he continues. Uh, which was funny, by the way. Last time I was in LA for a conference, these two girls pulled up next to me in a Mercedes SUV while I was walking and grabbed and groped my peen and got me half hard and wanted money for the whole deal. <laughs> True story. I declined, but is that how it goes there? That's never happened to me. Yeah. 
I've never, no one has ever just closest, gave it, given it a squeeze. The closest that has happened to me was I was walking through the West Village late at night one time. And a guy said to me, are you cool? And like, clearly he was, he was a gay guy. Yeah. And I thought he was like asking me if I'm an ally. Oh. So I was like, yeah, I'm cool. And then he put his arm around me and I was like, oh, I'm not that cool, buddy. Like, no, we're not, oh. we're not fucking. Was he, um, maybe it was too dark. He was, did you accidentally, were you accidentally, um, carrying like a yellow oh. handkerchief? Yeah, the handkerchief hanging out of my pocket. I forgot about that. And then we yeah. fucked, but like, I was not into it. I just, you know. Yeah. I had a, you were, but, you're an ally. You're, yeah. you're I'm such, an ally. You're such an ally. I let him finish, but only that one time. <laughs> yes, that you'll, you'll <laughs> allow him to take you in. I just remember, like, I was, I, I mean, I, I had had some drinks. It was like two in the morning and he's like, are you cool? Yeah, I'm cool. Whoa, whoa. Not that cool, buddy. Not that cool. Plenty cool. Uh, okay, thank you for that, Jim. No, that's not how it goes down there. Um, rewatching The Sopranos with the wife and just making sure James Gandolfini is in the old guy bracket. Good day. That's from Adam and Houston. Oh, he's in there. He was he was 38 on season one. That's just like, something to consider. Just Tony Soprano, 38 years old on the first season. Of the Sopranos, so yeah, he's on the. Should we go through the list, Ed? You you keep saying that you've shared it with me. I I can't find it in a Google Drive or anything. I'm sharing with you right now. Look, loading. Hold on, share. It's 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 got your it's your you're shared as an editor. How do I'm, I? I'm looking at Google Drives. Yeah. I'm gonna reshare. I'm sharing it. Can you share. Just email oh. it to me and well, in your that. in your Google Docs. Yeah. There's Google drive and docs. docs. Sometimes your docs oh, show up in your drive. Google docs. I was looking at Google. Yeah. Look, yeah. yeah. So we got to, we got to trim this down. And like some of these people I think are too. So Burt Young, he's like, that's the emeritus bracket. Like we'll have the, the Burt Young side of the bracket. Yeah, see, and the looking, it's Brindley. just like show rundowns from wait, but I don't okay. see it I'll, anywhere. Well, I'll, I'll email it to you later. Yeah. Uh, Burt Young, like, look, like all these, like Alan Hale, Jim Backus, Mrs. Howell. I mean, they're all very, um, old looking young people, but I think maybe the Gilligan's Island people we might cross out Robin Leach. He needs to be on there. He's one of the oldest looking young he's, guys ever. He's the first person that led to us examining ages. That yeah. was the first one yes. we mentioned on the show. This was like year one of this show. We he, talked he, about Robin Leach and we're he, like, what? He was 50? He was in his early 40s when he oh, was doing he, Lifestyles he, of the Rich and Famous. He was like 43 years old and he looked seven. He died. And for in, you like, youngsters, this was, this was MTV Cribs, but yes. only about rich white people who were on Dynasty. Yeah, it was way better. Uh, Ted Cruz, amazing. He's like 51. Uh, Ron DeSantis, he's 44 or 45, but he's also like an afterthought. I don't know. John Oliver, again, he's younger than we are. Right. That's the, crazy. The 90210 parents, Angela Lansbury in Blue Hawaii, all of the Golden Girls, of course, Travis Rogers, Gabe Kaplan, Otis Nixon, Tony Soprano, Hulk Hogan, Charlie Steiner, Nathan Fielder, Tom Kelly, Sparky Anderson, Jim Leland, Conrad Bain. Captain Stubing, Doc from the Love Boat, Ted Knight. Ted Knight's another one. He died in his early 50s. Right. C- Coach from Cheers, Roy Orbison, the Wizard of Oz, Les Nessman, Alex Jones. <laughs> Wizard of 
Paz. Texas A&M coach Mike Elko, Kenny Rogers, George Jones, John Wayne, Richard Dreyfus, Carol O'Connor. Again, oh, yeah. he was in his 40s. <laughs> Lawrence, yeah, Lawrence Fishburne and Boys in the Hood, Jason Alexander. The one thing I'll say about Lawrence Fishburne is I remember reading stories about you know, he was only like 15 in yeah. Apocalypse Now. Yeah, it's crazy. And Dennis Hopper in a jungle with a 15-year-old, yeah. <laughs> he got him into some hard drugs. Yeah. Like Lawrence Fishburne from yeah. age 15 to 19 did some crazy hard living, I think. Yeah. And, yes. And, you know, black don't crack. So he was 30 in Boys in the Hood, but he still looks re- relatively good. He looks about he the looks same. He looks good now. But but I just I remember reading like he was 15 yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah, he was just hanging out with Dennis Hopper in the Philippines jungle. And chef. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jason Alexander, Michael Chiklis, Christopher Lloyd, <laughs> Nicholas Cage, oh, well, Hulk Hogan twice, Weird Al, Prince William, Greg Oden, John Goodman, Mean Gene Okerlund, another classic. Oh, Carol O'Connor's on there twice. Chris Berman. Jacoby Brissett, Fred Thompson, Fred Mertz, Mark Margolis, Richard Dreyfus, Brian Beckner, Large Marge, who I believe passed in her 30s, right? Yeah, I, possibly 38, yeah. something like that. Terry Bradshaw, John Lithgow, Richard Burton, Chris Berman again. I didn't <laughs> watch the. I didn't watch. Oh, Bradshaw wasn't on the broadcast. I was wondering if the post Super Bowl, if he's like, "Come here, you fat piece of shit," to Andy Reid, like he did last year. I was hoping. Uh, Pat Mahomes Senior, and of course the great ally of Frady, who's as we sit is only in his (laughs) fifties. The 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 great slap shot from NHL '94. Exactly. Uh, Okay, another email. Yes, Uh, Brian. An idea for the BS mail you're getting. We all know you you're can't. Talking about Shen Yun. You can't outrun Shen Yun. Oh, it's gotten much worse, Ed. Brian, They've got their tentacles in you. We all know you can't do the unsubscribe thing because they just sign you up for shit because then they know you're a real person. Right. I started blocking junk and have been receiving a considerable amount less shit mail. Just a thought. That's from our dear friend Kyle and Scani, who is a mensch. He's a delightful human being. Delightful. Let me just update you all on the uh, on the emails I've suddenly been getting. As you may recall, oh, by the way, I've been getting um, the voicemail line is apparently gets texts. And what? here's one right here. Hey Brian, this is Elder Cameron and. Elder Cameron Madsen and Elder Dallin Johnson, and we're the local missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints here in Costa Mesa. Mm. We saw you clicked on our ad about attending church with us. We'd love to have you join us. Could you? Could we call you from this number in a few minutes to give you the information? Another one. Hey, Brian, just calling to check in with you. How have things been? Another one. Hey, Brian, if you're ever interested in coming to church, please let us know. We'd love to have you join us whenever you'd be able to. Our services are every Sunday at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. at 2775 Placentia Avenue. Take care. I know exactly what that is. Corner Placentia. Avenue. No, so I, I, as I said last show, I don't want to bag on people for loving the Lord and all that. No, we're the best. But the LDS people. I wouldn't mind if somebody wants to debate me on the the trash Davy and Goliath show. Now, are we sure that was that was the, the Mormons were in charge of that? Yeah, it was that had Mormon written all over yeah. it. I'm sure of it. Okay. 
Yeah. I mean, no, no, nobody's defending that. Gee, Davey. That was horrible. You're having fun. Shouldn't you feel guilty about that? So an update, Ed. Um, I got an email here. Four steps to prayer from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Also, what are the four steps? Hold on. First step has got to be anything. loving, on, gotta, loving your the Lord. Okay. Uh, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta click on it. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, I'll click it. Access the power of prayer. Okay. Fuck. Is um, it like how to pray? How? Like find a quiet spot. I'm gonna or okay, four. Uh, this is. Hold on, Ed. Mm-hmm. Four steps to prayer. You're you're not gonna have seen this one coming. Number one. Take off your pants. Begin your prayer. Oh, wow. Before you begin, find a quiet place where you feel comfortable. A good way to start is to address God by name. You could try, dear God, dear Heavenly Father, our Father, which art in heaven, or simply- G-Dog. Yeah. Here's step two, Ed. You ready? Yep. Have a conversation with God. Wow. Speak from your heart and share your hopes and desires as well as your worries and problems. You can Step three is definitely lather up. Step three is definitely lather up. Number three. Oh, this is, well, hold on, because four is going to be a real surprise. Mm-hmm. Step three, end your prayer. Hang on a second. This is steps to a prayer, and we're already done by step three? Exactly. Once you've said all that you wanted to say, you can end your prayer by saying, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. The end? We do this because Jesus commanded us to pray in his name. Well, that's fucked. Commanded seems forceful. You should pray yes. because you want to pray, not right. commanded. Died for our sins. Number four, Ed. Act on your righteous desires. I would argue that's a post-prayer task. Yeah, right. It's like step four. I was thinking maybe they'd say like ban women's rights. Something like that. (laughs) No black people. Okay. We love the Mormons. They're very nice. Okay. But there's, there's more to this, Ed. Okay. Because as we know, and look, here's one here. Embrace the season of renewal with bl- blooming flowers from the Shenyang collections. Okay, they're emailing me. Season of renewal, that's like a President's Day sale? Hold on. See, now you're pissing me off because now I'm ending up clicking these things. Then they, blooming into spring, the language of flowers. Oh, <laughs> I'm spring. just trying to get you to click as much as possible. The language of flowers spoke deeply in ancient China. Each type of blooming flower was provo- profound and highly respected part of Chinese culture. Oh, these are beautiful, Ed. Mm. Tang flower breast bracelet cuff, $90. Celestial flowers long scar. Ooh, I could use this for the podcast. Tang dynasty grace ballpoint pen, rose pink. Okay. But Ed, it gets, it's getting worse because now somebody has signed me up for something called the center, which is sent the, it's something center happenings is the best way to stay up to date on the center's events and news for New York's LGBTQ community. Wow. So now, now I'm part of that. Like you and that guy in the West village, Ed. So what what the, the Tang dynasty jewelry? Yeah. Does it commemorate the government corruption and high taxes that weaken the Tang dynasty? <laughs> <laughs> This and I like everybody's use everybody's miss everybody's spelling my name with a Y because I got a new one, Ed. Mm-hmm. Thank you for signing up from Donald J. Trump. Dear Brian, <laughs> thank you for signing up to become thanks, a volunteer. Thanks for ordering my sneakers for our campaign. You <laughs> are the hardest. Your, your 75 hard in my sneakers. 
You are the heart and soul of our incredible movement to make America great again. Please encourage friends, family, and American patriots like you to join us on the front lines in our noble quest to save our country. Okay. All right. That's, that's enough, guys, right? That's enough. Well, the center's emailed again. Here's another one, Ed. I read his de- his son is like 6'10 now. Oh, the uh, the special one? Baron. Baron. I read, not yeah, not I Gummy. He's the special one, Gummy. Gum- oh, um, Eric. Eric, yeah. Yeah. No, but like Baron's like like a, a a starting center now. Um, yeah, I've heard that too. Okay, here's another one, Ed. Welcome to Cosplay Pros. You've activated uh. your customer account. <laughs> Next time you shop with this, log in for faster checkout. Here's another one. Welcome to my Patriot Supply. Oh no, that's that's that garbage like Magaware. Yes. The original Patriot Company, founded by people with a passion for self-sufficiency and independence, we believe that true freedom is enjoyed by reaching a certain level. Oh, this is prepper stuff. Oh, I was thinking that was like the, you know, the pictures of like Trump playing poker with Winston Churchill and and Lincoln. No, I want the one where it's Fight Club and he's (laughs) Tyler Durden. Yeah. And he's like super jacked. Yeah. And Mike Mike Pence is like bitch tits and that. No, this is prepper stuff, Ed. I might want this. Who knows what's next? We don't. We w- But what we do know is the best way to stand firm in uncertain times is to rely on yourself. Our highly rated selection of food, water, and survival supplies <laughs> keeps you secure, <laughs> ready to tackle a crisis. Like you can't go to the fucking grocery store and get your own fucking tuna. Our commitment to you and, and your preparedness plan is how we've become the largest, most respected preparedness company in America. Thank you guys. Thank you for doing this. It makes it harder for me to run to look. Oh, how to find life inside an ammo can. My, my, my Patriot supply. I can live in an ammo can. My favorite prepper was that, uh, what is it? Dirty John. And she was prepping for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And then she murdered him. She had all the, she murdered him with zombie stuff. Yeah. Cause she had been watching. Well, walking dead, the walking dead. So she was, <laughs> guys, like, oh. just my luck. If only she was watching, like, Hello Kitty. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, Dirty John would be alive today. He'd be clean, John. I'd be wearing my, my dirty scrubs. Uh, okay. So fuck you guys. Fuck everybody that signed me up for the Mormons and the LGBTQ and cosplay and fucking uh, prepper you're shit. In it. You're in it now. Now I'm going to miss some emails because there's so many. It's all, all of my emails are this shit. Fucking assholes. Okay. Let's t- let's do some not sports. Well it's time, it's time for not sports, not sports segment, segment on the baller lifestyle podcast. Not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Not sports, not sports, not sports, Ed, what is going on in the world of things that are not in fact sports? Connecticut pastor was dealing meth in exchange for watching sex. So, meth combined with Reverend Peter Gaze, I'm going to say he was looking to watch dudes. Of course. Yeah. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. 
Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. What we do with Easy Ed Daily and a man, Jay Stew and Brian Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Plus, Daily Choice ends taking a peek while you're over at the urinal taking a leak. Talking loud, comers, conundrums, my brothers. Grub you with some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics. A lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit so hot, man. You know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man. It really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers. TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless. TV.